Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Ten years ago, Unbound began the life-changing work of combating the scourge of human trafficking in Central Texas and literally around the world. Joining me now, founder and executive director Susan Peters, who first became aware of this really on an international basis and then realized it was a problem at home. And Sheriff Parnell McNamara, who is globally recognized with the efforts that the McLennan County Sheriff's Office has done in combating human trafficking. You are two of my favorite people. You know that. (laughs) And so this is so much fun as we're christening this brand new set. (laughs) And uh, I'm just so glad that you could carve out a little time for us today to talk. A lot of things happening. Susan, since we spoke last, maybe over a year ago. Um, you've got a, a brand new house right. to help the victims. Let's talk, let's start off. Just talk about that. The new thing. Okay. Well, we, like you said, it's our 10 year birthday, which is super exciting. And i um, so excited for what the, the work that we've been able to do through our offices across Texas. Just last year, we saw 439 victims. So you can imagine there's just a lot of work to do. And so we really focus a ton on prevention, <coughs> getting in schools before kids trying to keep anyone from this happening we have advocates that respond to crisis 24-7 to engage with trafficking victims with our law enforcement partners and then walk alongside them for recovery. But we have not had a place to put them. It's very difficult. There are very few um, safe homes for these children that have been trafficked. So we're opening our very first home, and it'll open this summer. Just started our house director on Monday, and so it's called the Reagan. And um, we're really excited. It'll house six um, children ages 12 to 18 that have um, mostly for foster ki- foster children who have been sexually exploited, but also open to community kids if it needs to be. Now, is this um, a, a safe house where you're not broadcasting the right. the location of it? Uh, this has been a community effort, though, you yes. tell me. It's I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get this up and going, no, but very, so much It's a very help. expensive um, home. That's why there's not very many. And then when they open, they shut down. But our community, as the sheriff will tell you, is so supportive. And, I mean, we had from the builder um, from Motex that gave the house to people who, you know, the sheet rockers, to the insulators, to um, the HVAC by Evergreen. I mean, people have really come together to support it, and the communities continue to help us financially to get this off the ground. So we're very excited about it. Well, it's it's an amazing thing now for uh, these young people uh, who have been abused right. in this way. Sheriff, your office is globally really recognized for what you've been able to do. And we've talked about this before <laughs> where, you know, it's like, you know, it's don't go to Waco because, for, for trafficking because yeah. they're going to pop you. Well, that's the point we're trying to get across. Yeah. And uh, 
some of these uh, people that we have arrested were shocked to find out that they were in McLennan County. Yeah. And they told us, you know, if I'd known that that's where I was, I'd have kept going. But uh, this has been an incredible effort on the part of Unbound and also the uh, McLennan County Sheriff's Office and all of law enforcement in this community. Uh, I'm just very proud to be part of it. And uh, we had our uh, trafficking unit up and running for maybe a year, year and a half when uh, Susan Peters came to me and asked if we wanted to be on the team. And I said, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I I was honored that, that we were uh, asked to be part of that. And I think the main thing that is so cool or so good about this effort, from a law enforcement standpoint, we can rescue these women. We can get them out of a situation they're in, but we can't save them. Right. Unbound saves them, and they will be with us if we uh, get a, a young lady um, out of the trafficking. We will take them to the sheriff's office. Unbound is right there with us, and they encourage them. They debrief them. They find out all they can about them, and then they will take them to a safe house, get them out of that lifestyle. So we can get them away from the pimp or the trafficker, but we can't save them. Unbound saves them. And so it's an incredible partnership between law enforcement and uh, Unbound. Mm -hmm. And now, I'm just very thankful just to be a part of it. A lot of nuances in this. Uh, in the, you know, I guess when I think of human trafficking, I think of, of a victim, a true, uh, a girl that, got in over her head emailing somebody or mm -hmm. texting or whatever and then suddenly she finds herself drugged and you know yeah. gone mm -hmm. and then there are some who they, they think this is their only means of surviving right, right. and so trying yeah. to negotiate uh, you know no. those differences right i mean traffickers take advantage of those vulnerabilities whatever they are if it's um you know, convincing them that they have no other means of support. Yeah. They don't have a sense of belonging because they have no family or any kind of, like, they're a runaway. Um, you know, recently uh, we had a boy that Detective Scarmucci was able to get the trafficker and charge a trafficker, and we were able to serve him. And, um, you know, he's doing the investigation as far as detective and um getting so many buyers, it's just unbelievable. But the support that our advocates have been able to give to help support that person, get them back on track with their education, get them in safe placement, that's a long process. Oh, that yeah. healing process is really long. But um, what brings closure and healing is when the perpetrators are held accountable, okay. which is what they work really hard to do, and we can communicate that. And then we're able to say, hey, your hard work, let me tell you how well the survivor is doing now. It's a win-win yeah i remember when i was uh, reporting news uh, you know we'd get a <laughs> we'd get a call from the sheriff's office and well we, and, and it wouldn't be four or five people who'd no. been arrested it'd be like 15 or 70 i mean right. it would it was the numbers are are daunting really they really are and um to go back to when we first got involved in it it's it's sort of an interesting story uh, Detective Scaramucci Just came to me Scaramucci, with this idea, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Scaramucci, yeah. and he is simply the best of the best. Yeah, There's nobody in this country as good as Joe, and I, I mean that. He's been all over the world. They've been to Mongolia with uh, and with Susan and Joe. 
uh, y'all were an incredible team training Mongolian police to go after the trafficker and not the the trafficked person, the the victim. Don't victimize the lady two times. One more time. You know, and so, but he came to me in um, October of 2014, eight years ago, and he's had this idea uh, that, uh, what do you think about him going online, posing as an underage girl or two girls, looking for action, see what kind of response, but underage. I said, sure, uh, give it a try. Within the first 12 hours, there were over 100 and some odd applicants Mm -hmm. to have sex with these kids, 15, 16 year old girls. So we picked uh, 20 of the worst, what we thought would be the worst. So we arrested 20, lured them in, arrested them, threw them in jail. Well, the media got involved, and, of course, it was a new deal, a new angle on law enforcement for me. And so they started calling, and uh, it was the San Antonio Post-Dispatch called, and um, word just spread. And I said, you know, it, they said, tell us what happened. I said, it was like every kind of weird sicko came out of the woodwork. Oh, that's that's good way to put it well i didn't realize it but it went nationwide it all the headlines across the nation were texas sheriff arrests 20 weird sickos <laughs> and so do you remember that and so i thought good god I better keep my mouth shut you know because i was fixing to call them a lot worse and so oh, that was the pg version the yeah that version. was a well, yeah that yeah. was a pg version but I, I was so incensed that these low lowlifes think it is cool to come out. And so then three months later, we did another sting. We got 29, then we got 40 and 44. It got up to where when we would do these stings, uh, we got up to 70 or 75 in a, a three-week period. That's how long the stings would last. And um, it was just, it was overwhelming the number of predators that, that we were arresting. And so we haven't let up on them. We're still going strong. Uh, Joe is out there working today. Uh, he, he never lets up. But he has been all over the country and the world. He's worked with, I think, Nigerian uh, police. Um, he's been at the Super Bowl in Tampa, Florida. He was invited down there by Tampa police come down and help us because pro sporting events attract these traffickers. Yes. And so he was there. Then he was in Colorado for the All-Star Game. Uh, he's been in Washington, D.C., Washington, all over the country. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so proud of him and proud of Unbound. And it's just the, the effort is not stopping and not letting up. But that's kind of how it got started, yeah. just just on a whim. Let's see if this will work. And uh, these predators, uh, a lot of them just can't help themselves. They're just absolutely... You would think hearing these stories and with the numbers of arrests that are happening, you would think you yes. would, they would pause and go, maybe, maybe I shouldn't answer this. This might be a well, to investigator show you Scaramucci. How, absolutely. And, and but they don't. I mean, it's yeah. We were watching a motel one night and the predators were coming in. They'd already arrested like four or five. And so we see this truck circling and they'll always hit their brakes right in front of the mo- right in front of the room. You know, trying to get up courage. He was in a brand new pickup, 
And I thought, we need to take that guy down if he stops and goes in. And of course, we've got our SWAT team guys, Joe and them, waiting in the room. There's not a pretty girl in there, believe me. Just <laughs> ugly guys. And uh, Sometimes I'm in there. Well, that's, that's right. That, that's that's right. There's your exception. Let, let me, let me, hurry. I'm sorry. Well, cause you talking, were, you I really wasn't talking about the time you were in the room. No, she is, you but know, she is at, at the ready. She is. You know, she's, she's there when uh, there, yeah. when there are. And so when there's, there's victims, a, a female yeah. victim mm-hmm. involved, absolutely. So this is how crazy it gets. One guy goes in and they try to grab him. He takes off running, runs right down toward us. And this is all in the dark behind the motel. So there's a big scuffle uh, in the grass, and I've got my red and blue lights on. Well, the guy in the pickup, he takes off, and he's gone. And uh, obviously a police operation and so forth. So we arrest the guy, take him to jail. We, we've got a team there that they come driving around. We put him in the car after he's processed, and they take him to jail. So we get back in position in the dark, Scaramucci texted us and said, you're not going to believe this. The guy is coming back. He got all the way to West, and then he texted Joe, who he thought was the (laughs) prostitute and the girl in the room, and says, are the cops still there? And so he texted. He says, no, they're gone. Come on back. Here he comes back (laughs) to the same room where the fight started. And we nailed him. And we've got a guy on Friday night. He bonds out on Saturday. He's back at the same motel and gets rearrested on Monday. I mean, the that's ins- a sickness. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's, it's, it's it absolutely yeah. is. So sickness. You know, just when we think we've seen everything, yeah. um, and some of these predators are so bad and so sick. You know, they want kids, real young kids, and yeah. probably shouldn't have gotten off on that. But that. Well, what, I mean, what it's, we deal it's with a, is terror. It is a yeah. scourge. Yeah. I've used it that term yes. many, many times. Yeah. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to hear more about some of the accolades that Susan, you have received a big one from Baylor University. So stay with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> I was born in Michigan, but I was raised in Richardson, Texas. We have five children in our family, and my twin and I are the youngest. No one in my family went to Baylor, but I had high school friends that came to Baylor, and I came with them and absolutely fell in love with it. I was raised by a single mom, so we didn't have the finances for me to go, but an alumni and a donor to Baylor actually made a way for me to come the summer before my freshman year so that I could really get adjusted. And with the support of the faculty and then the financial aid office, I was able to be very successful. Honestly, Baylor was a trajectory changer for me. Prior to traveling internationally, being exposed to the human trafficking, I really had no radar for human trafficking and was absolutely shocked that every time I went into a country, that's what I was seeing. And so that had never been on my radar, never thought I would do that area of ministry, but was so burdened over time that felt like I have to do something about it. And so that's when everything changed and we started Unbound. It's been amazing to see God bring highly skilled, passionate people to join the efforts of Unbound, from our directors to our advocates, which are amazing, the finance people, the people training in schools. That's so important because we want to 
get into the schools and to be able to do prevention so kids can know how to stay safe on social media, which is how they're getting lured away. I thought we would do more international human trafficking work. And then I met my first 14-year-old American victim. And she was just a student, talked about the girls that were being held in apartments. And as she told me her horrific story, she said, we didn't think anyone cared this was happening to us. And I was like, we care, we just didn't know. And so we really turned the corner there and said, we've got to focus on what's happening in our own communities with these American kids that are being trafficked and then build out a model where we can expand from there and then do international work. We see children that are trafficked by their parents for drugs or for rent. We see young teens that are exploited by gangs for revenue or from a pimp in the street and most of the time online, young men and young women both. Just knowing that we have a model that is absolutely rescuing lives and being able to walk with them to get them restored, we want to do that more. I can get a little emotional about it. I think, you know, you get in the work and you just do it because it's, it's the right thing to do. And so I think the, the award is, you don't even think about that. You just do the next thing. But when you stop and say, hey, here's an award that the community and our, my university that I love so much is recognizing that it matters, it, it just means a lot. And it means a lot to our team. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And welcome back. We're talking with Susan Peters, who is the founder and executive director of Unbound Waco, which has done an amazing work in saving people from human trafficking. And Sheriff Parnell McNamara, whose McClendon County Sheriff's Office has has also done globally recognized work in, in trying to stop this, again, trying to stop the demand that's just almost seems almost impossible. It really is, and uh, some of it is so blatant, you just you can't believe it. Uh, one of our worst cases was going on catty-cornered from the sheriff's office. Oh, my goodness. Right across the street. And uh, a young lady uh, in her 20s and her uh, 15-year-old daughter were being basically held hostage at the apartments, which is the old Waco High, uh, right catty corner from the yeah, sheriff's office. Yeah. And so uh, one of them, the young girl got word to us what was going on, and the the trafficker would not let but one of them leave at a time under threat that if they told the police, he was going to kill the other one. And so uh, we raided that guy with uh, some of our SWAT guys. It was a, it was a hard, hard raid. And... Um, he had beaten this woman, uh, broken her jaw, and uh, abused the little her daughter, and literally uh, just a nasty rat. Uh, had him living in a uh, on a mattress on the floor, and so we were able to uh, 
send him to prison and and rescue those two young ladies and turn them over to Unbound and Unbound saved them. And most of these people that are being trafficked don't want to be there. I mean, it's a low down scumbag life that they're forced into. But um, I know you remember that case very well. Well, Susan, you have done so much work in helping to, well, I think more than 10,000 area young people have been informed about what to look out for, as well as educators and parents and so forth. It has to be the most helpless feeling, though, for a parent to begin to suspect something's going on with their child. And it could be boys or girls. I mean, that's what we think about just girls being prostituted, but... Yeah. It's not. Yeah, and that's why we find the, the importance of the work going into the schools, into the juvenile detention centers, group homes, um, just with the message of what the traps of a trafficker are, social media safety, um, the addictive components of pornography and how that feeds in because you see a lot of sexting. That's a big issue in schools, and so they can be blackmailed into trafficking. I mean, there's just so much, and so... Really, we have been absolutely invited into the schools, and we're at just over 40,000 students um, in Central Texas that we've educated. We just had a grant um, that we have in the Fort Worth Independent School District where we'll educate 170,000 students in the next three years. So Fabulous, schools yeah. are just saying, hey, we want to be on the front end of how to protect they the They need students. to be. And they've been very receptive yeah. to that, and it's very important work. But I also want to say the sheriff is such a leader in this, and – you know, law enforcement didn't, in old school days, didn't typically work with social service agencies like ours. But because of this, in recovering um, young girls, boys, and young women, they they just recognized that. And Sheriff was the first, really, um, to say, hey, we've got to do something creative outside of the box. And now we've been able to replicate that in every city and around the world. We demonstrated yeah. that in Mongolia. We were looking to go to Indonesia this year. You know, so what he's done to think outside the box and to really do a holistic approach has been really um, impactful for so many people. I'm sure you've got just lots of individual stories mm-hmm. of, of children who have been redeemed, basically their lives saved, literally. Um, any Anything you can share with us just um, off the top of your well, head? There's so many. As I said, we had 439 victims. Just this, this last year? Just this last year across wow. our Texas offices. And so I just had the Texas directors here. And so the last hour, I'm like, okay, let's just share stories. Why do we do this work? Yeah. It's hard work. Uh, we have to raise so much money to do it. We have to figure out so many systems. And then you hear the stories. And, you know, like we, one of our offices had three girls, six to age 11, um, that's mother trafficked them right at the um, border, this side of the border in a construction zone. For two years, they were out of school. And they were able to get to uh, safety in the city that they um, we served them in. And our team, I mean, just absolutely went full stop. They got teachers to come in and educate the kids, get them caught back up so that they could be integrated back in school the next year, therapy, all kinds of things. And now they're thriving and recovering. And so, you know, so many stories like that. Um, We had a, you know, another girl who, and we, this was one that we love that the trafficker got um, 12 consecutive life sentences Mm. for trafficking 15 year old in our community. And the whole community came around and supported her. And 
I mean, every week we're serving survivors, so there's hundreds and hundreds of stories, but it makes it worth it, you know, to see them get their life back. The recovery is slow, and, you know, we had two young boys that um, we got this last year, and um, we're able to get them in our community at a safe location, support them to get um, their high school education, then get them into transitional living. I got the biggest smile where he got his driver's <laughs> license, you know, we're all yeah. like, yes, you know, and just, you know, had to pay the rent a few times, keep help working with them to balance that work and add those skills. And now they're living independently and doing really well. So it's so worth it. Um, it's got to be such a, such a rewarding yeah. feeling for you when you look back yeah. and when you first became aware of the problem, right. then you, you come, you were not even in the country, right? You were out of the country right. when you, and thought, oh, well, this is just something that happens in these other places, right. and then realized what a huge problem it was right. right here in Waco, Texas. Right. Yeah, so I traveled internationally, and unfortunately there's laws in every country against human trafficking, but it's right. everywhere. And I did think we would do more international, but like you said, when we started looking up how many ads were in our own community of young people being advertised for someone to buy them, we were like, we have to start here. And so right. we both we have both U.S. offices and international offices because it's important work. Well, it is important work, and Baylor University had uh, recognized that as well. You were one of the uh, several people, though, that were honored as an alumna of Baylor with the Pro Texana Medal of Service. Yes. And uh, I know you don't do this for the accolades and the awards and honors, but but Parnell, wouldn't you agree with me? I mean, it's oh, it is absolutely. wonderful yes. that that Baylor recognized this this work very, in such very a, well deserved. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, and uh, she's our si- shining star. <laughs> <laughs> she is. It's just you know, I'm so honored just to be a part of it, um, and what an effort. And um, anyway, it a lot of people's lives have been turned around and saved because of unbound. Well, yeah. And so, and, and with with the work that you do, uh Sheriff McNamara, I mean it's you've got to feel also, you know, a sense of reward and and pride when these folks are brought to justice. Absolutely. And um some of these people have gotten really big tall sentences. Yeah. Uh, some of them we have taken federal uh, federally and uh, taking them through the federal system to get them big sentences. Uh, some of these predators or these sex buyers are so low down that you just, it's hard to believe. Um, but Joe, and uh, he has gotten very creative with a lot of this. Uh, we even had a guy think that he was contacting a daycare worker that had kids for sale. Mm. And um, a four-year-old, he wanted a four-year-old. Then he came back and said, that's a little too old. Do you have a toddler? And this guy just makes you sick. You you know, a guy like that doesn't even deserve to live, in my my opinion. But, uh, yeah, we've got a two-year-old. He said, well, I want both of them. It'll only take an hour. A 28-year-old guy shows up to have sex with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And... He went federal, and and they'll you know, keep you a long time. They keep you a long federal, time, yeah. and you have to do almost all of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, and so um, we're trying to do everything we can to stop the, uh, you know, the predators, mm-hmm. and then Unbound is doing everything they can 
to save the victims. Well, let, so it's a yeah, and I, I, there there is though uh, something that folks out there can do. I know through the sheriff's office you have um, a way for folks to report. Yes, you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, there's there's a, a hotline that they can call. Uh, they can call the main sheriff's number, and then there is another uh, line that they can call. And um, if they see something suspicious, it's better to call in and make sure that nothing is going on. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, may not be anything to it. Mm-hmm. But if it something doesn't look right, it's right. probably not. Right. And so mm-hmm. um, we, you know, suggest that the people call the sheriff's office or the police department some law enforcement to get involved or they can mm-hmm. call unbound mm-hmm. and unbound can right. turn it over to us right. because uh, you could be saving someone's life. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so community members see a, you know, big rig on the highway that a 15 year old, it ends up being, it was running out of and someone reported it and law enforcement was able to get there and she was on the men- missing and exploited mm. children list um, out of the Dallas area. And we were able to help her and, um, so it's, it's important. If you see something, then you report it, and, and they'll follow it up or check it out. Well, and more understanding by the public mm-hmm. about the issue, which is w- another part of what Unbound has done so well right. Uh, right. over the last 10 years, just educating folks. Right. And I've been happy to be a part of trying mm-hmm. to get the word out because it's, not, it's uncomfortable. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's not something yes. you want to think about. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be on folks' radar. You mentioned raising money, though. You've got uh, tell me about the run. You've got a run coming up in April. Yeah, so um, we have a five k run. We have annually. Sheriff was out there last year. We had fifteen hundred runners last year. It is big. It's big. Yeah. It's um, we call it the light. It's the unbound um, Chick Fil A Light at the Dark five k. It's April 9th. and so it's at Cameron Park Zoo. It's really family friendly. Um, because we want to communicate that the whole families can get behind us. It's, it is a scary topic, but we don't talk about that. We just light up the dark. And, right. Um, it's a way and for the community to come it's at nighttime. Out. It's at nighttime. Yeah. They can come early and feed the giraffes and pet the turtles. There's a mermaid <laughs> in the tank and then a 1K nugget run for kids and then a 5K. So it's a wonderful family experience, but a way mm-hmm. to really get behind us and um, financially support Unbound. Well, it is such an amazing work, and uh, I know it's going to be another wonderfully successful fundraiser for you, the the Light Up the Dark on uh, April 9th at Cameron Park Zoo, and folks can need to sign up ahead of time, I guess. Yeah, unboundwaco.org, and they can sign up. Yeah. Well, you and I have done one of these podcasts before, (laughs) so you have done this, but I like to end (laughs) these visits with a little questionnaire similar to the one the late, great James Lipton would use on Inside the Actor's Studio, since we have this wonderful set, you know, feeling even more like I'm channeling my James Lipton right now. Um, But I'll ask you both these questions. So what is your favorite word? Jesus. That's a good one. I was going to say victorious. All right. Jesus makes us victorious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, Sheriff, what is your least favorite word? That's a tough one. My least favorite word. Uh would you like to answer that first? I, I, maybe hopeless <laughs> yeah. is what it means. Yeah. yeah. And what you're doing is bringing hope. Mm-hmm. 
to people who probably at times feel like I don't have a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die in this. Yeah. Um, my least favorite word is probably no. Yeah. I don't like to hear it. I don't like to say it. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, I think the, the beauty of the outdoors mm. is what makes me feel the best. Um, and uh, Charlotte and I have been to the Holy Lands. Yeah, and so that was. I will never get over that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't mind me telling you a little bit, but we we stood in the Valley of Elah where David slew Goliath. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had sunrise service on the Sea of Galilee. Mm-hmm. Um, went to all the places, Garden of Gethsemane. I took in every bit of that beauty. Mm-hmm. And it was the most spiritual thing. I felt his presence the whole time. We went to the room where Jesus had the Last Supper, and we walked the Via Dolorosa uh, to Calvary, where they crucified him, stood at the base of Calvary, and uh, looked up where all that happened. We were standing right where they hurt him so bad. And uh, it was really hard. It, uh, I get to thinking about it. And uh, it, uh, he was there, and uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, I'm standing right there looking up. And have you ever been? No, it's on my, it's on you, my bucket list for sure. We and, were supposed to go, but the pandemic well uh, derailed us. Maybe yeah. next fall. I mean, that's the plan. You really should. Anybody mm-hmm. should. But you know, Calvary is also called Golgotha, which is right. place of the skull. Mm-hmm. And you look up on it. And there's a skull in the side of the. I've got a picture of it on my phone. I'll show you. Yeah. And you know, I'm standing there, and I'm thinking, I'm not even worthy to stand mm-hmm. here. And so, anyway, yeah. just the beauty of all that it makes uh, you appreciate so yeah, much. It, it does. And, the uh, faith that you've you've lived for yeah. so many years. And so, anyway, I, yeah. I didn't mean to get off on that. No, I love it. I love hear. I love hearing uh, that from you. It's yeah. It's very moving and. Um, there was 25 of us from Parkview Baptist Church yeah. that went. And so on the Sea of Galilee, you know, we're in this old wooden boat, just like. Yeah. You can imagine what yeah, it was like. Yeah, it was like, just, yeah. just a big wooden boat, and we're all on it. And uh, the guide said, right there is where he made the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. I go, what? You know? And, That's uh, there incredible. Was a, there yeah, was a I period can... of time that I couldn't talk. Yeah, maybe ten minutes. I could not utter a word. And just speechless. And Charlotte was trying to talk to me, and I, I just, yeah, you know, that's all I could do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting there, I, I don't know what happened, and uh, it just, it was so overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. And then we got baptized in the Jordan, and mm-hmm. it just is, a, I'll never, mm-hmm. ever yeah. get over it. But anyway, that's so, what you ask. What moves me spiritually? Yeah, that, I think that, about that is. That and, we were in Bethlehem, and we looked out, and the shepherds, they're still shepherds tending sheep. Yeah. Still shepherds just walking around. Doing their thing that they yeah, did with, with for sheep centuries. Out there, yeah. and you just, they said that's where the wise men came over. And Charlotte said, 
I can't believe you cried the whole trip. I said, I did not. She said, yes, you're you gonna, did. I you're said, gonna I just, get me crying I right said, here. I just, I just cried I'm supposed half to make trip, you cry, just, right? Just half the trip, you know. And we're in downtown Nazareth, and somebody yeah. yells out, Sheriff. Oh, and you I, were recognized? Yes, yeah, and it was a group from Robinson, Texas. Look at that. <laughs> it just, anyway, it was. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's amazing. That's I a great just, story. Uh, Thank you so much. But uh, what you about must go. You, you, Susan? What turns I, you on creatively? You know, we, um, we built a new home four years ago, and it's a little bit out in the country. Yeah, I remember and, seeing it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and I built a prayer room. Yeah, and I have this beautiful big picture window, um, and I have this my chair and my journal, my Bible, and that's my place every morning, and yeah. that's my that's my vision. Refuel, connect, fuel up. Have to do it task. every day. Yeah, yeah so. have to do it every day. Well, then, what turns you off creatively, or spiritually, or emotionally? What turns turns me off is people disrespecting and degrading our wonderful country that we live in, uh, burning the American flag. Uh, I've taken a hard line here. <laughs> I said if the, you know, burning the American flag is no longer a crime, except in McLennan County. You better not do it. <laughs> and I said if some low-life scumbag sets the American flag on here, uh, we have fire extinguishers in every car. Our guys are to put them out immediately and make sure the punk that lit them up looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy when they get through with him with plenty of white powder. And then he goes to jail for a number of violations for disorderly conduct, starting a fire without a permit. And there's all kind of things. We've got a list that we're gonna we're not going to tolerate it. Mm. And that's what's so disturbing to me. We live in the greatest country on this planet, and there are people that are not satisfied with it. And those people need to get the hell out and uh, go over there and play around with Putin, see what happens when they <laughs> oh, burn the Russian There's such flag. a lack of gratitude, really, it's a, what it, we it have. It is, and, and that's what disturbs really. me. And, you know, uh, I can take some flack for this, but these athletes that are making $50 million a year uh, think they're having such a tough time here. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's such a travesty that yeah. people are doing that. But that's that's what bothers me so bad is people that uh, disgrace our country and don't appreciate it. And uh, anyway, yeah, I didn't mean to take too up too much time, but I'm sorry, I probably <laughs> took up too much time there. But anyway, no, I said this is a podcast. We can go as long as we want. <laughs> Uh, I think two things. One, any any time someone is degrading a human, yeah, whether it's a of child, course, yeah. a woman, any anybody, that's that's really challenging. And then I would say, anytime there is um, competition among agencies and organizations, that really bothers me because we are so much better when we work really well together. Oh yes, obviously. Well, I mean, yeah, you guys are a perfect even, example. Exactly, yeah. and when we we understand each other's lanes and we complement and we serve and we defer and we support each other, mm -hmm. then on behalf of those we serve, you get the best work. Yeah. And so when someone comes in with a different spirit or is negative or that kind of thing, that, that's right. challenging for me. Right. Sheriff, what sound do you love the most? 
country music. All right. <laughs> that works. <laughs> you know, or you could say the sound of wildlife. Yeah. You know, birds. I love the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the outdoors. Yeah. Anything to do with the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Except a violent storm. <laughs> I'm not well, really you know, but sometimes that. a thunderstorm but can be. It can be. Uh, can kind of uh, set a mood. But uh, if you're not worried about <laughs> hail, you know, coming through. Well, your you're room. asking some tough questions. <laughs> I know, aren't here. they? But Susan's I already ha- answered these. Well, ones. I love the sound of running water. Yeah, I, and I've yeah. heard that so many times from yes. from yeah. my That's, guests. You yeah. know, they 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 love that. Uh, what other profession would you have liked oh. to try? Wow. Well, when I, I graduated from Baylor and I had a degree in marketing and business management, four months later I went with federal law enforcement. Yeah. So I had interviewed with Colt and Winchester Firearms mm. as a sales rep, uh, a factory rep. And I love firearms and grew up in a law enforcement family. So I was going to be a salesman for guns and uh, I love selling you know marketing was a good major because it's just selling a product or selling yourself or your idea Mm -hmm. and so I I did use that all through law enforcement yeah and uh, but uh, that would have been one uh, profession I wanted to also be uh, a forest ranger because I would be out in the forest and I thought about that. I could that. see you doing that. <laughs> I'd, I would yeah. love that, you know, yeah. be a smoky bear out there. And so, uh, but that type of thing, um, okay. I, w- I would love to do that. Yeah. You know. All right. Susan? Uh, my idol growing up was uh, Mary Kay Ash. Oh, really? And so I just love that she was a woman, and yeah. before her time, she led a phenomenal business that empowered so many people, and yeah. so um, probably something in business. Okay, so what do you know you would not ever want to do professionally? Uh, Boy, that's... (laughs) Go ahead, Susan. I was thinking maybe a plumber. (laughs) Yeah, especially in the... We need them, but I don't want to do it. When it's it's cold weather and they're out digging in the street and it's... yeah. Yeah, and we appreciate it. I will have to, I'll have to ditto that because <laughs> okay. I, I'll tell you what, crawling oh. under houses and icy cold weather, oh, I know. super hot weather. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But we need them. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you That's gave good. me the answer I was looking All for. All right. So last, last uh, question. <laughs> what do you want to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Come on in. <laughs> um, well done. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah. You guys are both doing it well (laughs) in Central Texas. I just can't thank you enough. Susan Peters, of course, the Unbound, saw a need, said, yes, Lord, what can I do? And it's become this international ministry saving untold numbers of lives. And, of course, Sheriff Parnell McNamara, thank you so much. What you do every day. As our, I love that. As 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 our lawman, <laughs> yeah. The what is well, it? You've you. got you've got a, a moniker. What is it? The nation's lawman. What is it? They were America's sheriff. Okay. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> I love it. Well, you're my <laughs> sheriff, and I, I appreciate you both. I'm just so the much. old sheriff from Atlanta <laughs> County. But well, uh, well, thank you very much, and. Uh,
It's well, thank always you for, a pleasure for getting us started off and here in this absolutely. wonderful. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you, Ann, very much for including me. And yeah. Susan, yeah. always wonderful working with you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, we're not going to let up. Yep. We're going to keep uh, we're going to keep the effort going. And uh, I'm just proud to be a part of it. And uh, It's been an unbelievable team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. really has. And uh, thanks for asking us uh, mm-hmm. to be part. Yeah. Really. With that so, good word. We say goodbye. Join us again next time. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.